Hey, y'all ready to talk about some rap? Y'all ready to talk hip hop? Um, it's just gonna be an episode talking about news, really. So, um, <laughs> Rolling Rolling Loud was this past weekend, and I don't I don't keep track of a lot of that stuff. Like a lot of things that happen around the world. By the way. Welcome to a brand new episode of Podcast About Nothing. I'm your host, The Apex. Um, I, I, I don't keep track of a lot of that stuff that goes on. Like, as is happening. You know what I mean? While it is happening, I usually miss it. I'm, I'm usually late to the party. By, by, at the most, about a day. So, I didn't know Rolling Loud was going on. I didn't know. I didn't know Rolling Loud was going on over this past weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's a three-day event. That's a long-ass time to be listening to a bunch of niggas rap on microphones. That's a long time, but it was this past weekend. And um, on Twitch, they stream Rolling Loud. Just like they stream Dreamville Fest, they stream Coachella, anything that streams on YouTube, they also stream it on Twitch. I well, actually, I don't think Coachella streamed on. Coachella didn't stream on Twitch because it was on YouTube, so it wasn't on Twitch. But Rolling Loud was on Twitch, Dreamville Fest was on Twitch, and I think Made in America was streamed on YouTube. But I didn't watch that either. So. Let's get one thing straight. If you're listening to this right now, I've done broadcast and I've done uh, promoted this episode on on Twitter already. I've I've been called Rolling Loud's burner account, and, and you know what? That might be the name of this episode. I've been called Rolling Loud's burner account because. People was going on Rolling Loud, like Rolling Loud was post. And if you don't know what Rolling Loud is, Rolling Loud is a uh, musical festival. It's a musical festival, and um, and um, yeah, that that's all that it is. It's a it's a musical festival. So it's a, it's a musical festival, and I think that. A lot of people are about to get even more upset at this episode because I I, I got some shit to get off my chest because y'all are stupid. Okie doke. So um, <laughs> I was called Rolling Loud's burner account simply because people don't have common sense. So last night, Rolling Loud was in New York. It was in New York City last night. Well, actually, this entire weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it was in New York City. Uh, that was outside City Field. And um, I caught the Pussy T performance and then Future. That was it. That th- Those were the only performances I saw. Um, actually, you know what? I caught a little bit of Fat Joe and Remy Ma performance on Saturday, but yesterday I watched Pusha T's and caught a glimpse of future, right? So, the thing is this, right? 
everybody's mad at Rolling Loud because a lot of people's favorite performers were their time were cut short or they didn't perform at all. Now, I don't understand why you're mad at Rolling Loud for that. <sighs> Rolling Loud has made has been a part has been a festival for I don't know how long. Let's just say a decade. Let's just say it could be longer. I don't know. But let's just say a decade. And Rolling Loud has been one of those festivals just like Coachella. If you are scheduled to be on stage at this time, be on stage at this time. Be there. Be on stage at this time. We understand that, you know, uh, you know, there, there, there can be circumstances happen, right? Circumstances happen. Um, but, but the thing is this, if you, if you are, if you have a 25 minute set or a 20 minute set and you're 15 minutes late, or if you're eight minutes late, or if you're 10 minutes late, guess what? Your set is no longer 25 minutes. Because however long you were late, that's how much time you take off of your set now. It's called being a responsible adult. Y'all want these, because they're your favorite artists, y'all want them to be, y'all want their hands to be held. Y'all want them to be coddled. You, you're really going to sit up here, Kodak Black, bitching about Made in America, talking about uh, whoever runs it, Rock Nation, Live Nation, Jay-Z, um, because he didn't perform at Made in America because he was also late. He didn't perform, and he was mad because he didn't get paid, and he didn't get a chance to perform. Kodak, and to anybody else that does not understand the concept of having a job, and y'all don't understand how business works, why would I pay you when you didn't do the thing that I paid you to do? Why would I pay you? You got here late. Imagine being hired by a job and then missing the entire day and then wondering why your paycheck is a day short. Are you retarded? Do y'all not know how business work? And see, here y'all go as fans bitching about and bitching about how y'all only care about money you don't care about the fan experience excuse me wait we don't care about the fan experience how about the artist doesn't respect y'all fan experience the artist doesn't even respect y'all they got here late and then guess what at made in america Guess what at, 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 at uh, uh, Rolling Loud? Everybody at Rolling Loud wasn't there to see 21 Savage and Big Sean. Everybody wasn't there for them. Some people bought a ticket because they only wanted to see Future. Some people bought a ticket because they only wanted to see Pusha T. Some people bought a ticket because they only wanted to see Big Sean. But Big Sean showed up late. Big Sean showed up past the time that he was supposed to be on stage. We're still supposed to let you be on stage. And then not to mention, it started downpouring, thunderstorming. It's hurricane season. Downpour raining. 
So Future had his time cut short. I don't know if Future got on stage late. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. But I'm pretty sure Rolling Loud gives the stage hands and the rest of the like the producers, the DJs and all that. I'm pretty sure they give them time to get their equipment on stage and get everything set up, get the get the playlist set up and all that stuff. I'm sure Rolling Loud and any festival puts time in between, okay, from when the previous performer performs their last song to when the next performer needs to go on. There's a lull period there where people are going on stage, they're moving equipment around, the DJ is getting his equipment on. Like, there's a lull period there. So, I'm pretty sure that's calculated into, you know, one performer's time to another. That's calculated. Rolling Loud and any other festival, they're not stupid. They understand that, no, they need time to set up. So, that doesn't eat into your 40-minute set time. That doesn't eat into it. They don't include that. They don't include the preparation into your performance time. They're not retarded. This isn't their first time throwing a festival. They understand how that works. Because some idiot on Twitter, because like I said, I, I've been called Rolling Loud's um, burner account on Twitter. And some idiot going to be like, man, don't you know that from uh, uh, one time to another time for, for a performer, uh, they need time to set up. Would you think they just hop wide on stage run one after the other? No, I don't think that. But if you are given a time to be there, that means that they calculated the time of when you should be starting. Now, I understand that maybe there's like faulty wiring or some equipment may up and decide not to work. So now you're trying to scramble and all that and microphones can stop working or whatever. I understand that that can happen. And I'm pretty sure Roland Lyle would apologize. Like, damn, bro, we sorry, but we still have to keep a schedule. There are ordinances in place for festivals. Like when, when, when a festival is taking place, not only a festival, but concerts. When, even with concerts, when concerts are taking place. There's ordinances that has to be followed, guidelines that must be followed. Do you under, do y'all understand that? Like if Roland Lyle was like, yeah, we're gonna be running three days, this start time to this end time. They can't go past that. They 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 have to uh go through city ordinances to get the okay to do that stuff. Like y'all think that these festivals and these concerts and these artists can just, oh no, man, we not done yet. Let's keep going. Man, cut, man, cut the power. Cause then they gonna get fined for going over stuff like that. And then who knows, they may not even be able to come back to that city again. For a period of time, like like it might like the request might get suspended, and then they may not be able to go back to that city for a couple of years. 
Because guess what? You got people in that city that don't want to hear that shit all night. So now they they calling city governors. They're they're calling the police. They're complaining. Or like like dog. They gotta be professional. It's not Rolling Loud or any festival's fault that your favorite artist is a child and they don't know how to tell time. I was watching Dreamville Fest this summer and Wale was complaining about whatever festival put his name in small font. And he, it was some festival in DC and he felt like he should have been larger font, which I understand where he's coming from. I mean, Wale is also from DC. The festival was taking place in DC. I, I understand where he's coming from with that. I understand. It's disrespectful. I, I can see where he's coming from. I understand where he's coming from. But he was upset at that. So he was like, yo, I ain't doing a festival. There were people that bought the ticket after Wale was announced and was like, Damn, I want to go see Wale. And then Wale decided I'm not going to do the show because my name is on the second level, is on the second or third line. And I feel disrespected because my name is small font. And some people bought their ticket. Can't get your money back. Sorry. But somehow they were still rocking with Wale. Well, uh, it was real. It was, it was split down the middle. Some people saw where Wale was coming from. Some people agreed with him. Some people was just like, yo, stop acting like a kid, man. You're acting like a baby. But um, I understood where Wale was coming from. And I agreed, but I also disagreed because it's like, Wale, still go perform, bro. Go perform. Like, you still should go perform. But anyway, J. Cole puts Wale on a, dream on a Dreamville Fest bill. And guess what Wale did? After all that bitching, whining, and complaining, guess what Wale did when his boy, his best friend in the rap industry, threw him a bone and put him on a Dreamville Fest, Dreamville Fest bill? Guess what Wale did? After all that complaining, showed up late. Showed up late. The DJ was up there just playing a mix of a bunch of different records not Wale records just a bunch of different records just playing different songs mixing mastering um just just trying to entertain a crowd blending songs together just trying to entertain a crowd Wale showed up late he comes out there I kid you not for 8 minutes bounces you know what? At the most 10. At the most 10 minutes. At the least 8. Had to speed run. I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of songs that he wanted to do but couldn't. Got there late. Do we blame J. Cole and Dreamville Fest for that? You, you can't. You know why you can't? Because guess who went up after Wale? Ari Lennox. A Dreamville artist who dropped an album, Shea Butter Baby. Everybody, come on, Wale. You you think I'm gonna cut her time? And see, here's the thing, y'all want? Oh no, just give everybody still their same time. Again, if you want this festival here next year, I can't go past our end time. 
Because the city will come through and just cut the power on that shit. They'll just cut the power. And then the festival part won't even be able to be in that city next year. Dreamville Fest is in Raleigh, North Carolina. J. Cole is from Fayetteville, North Carolina. So he wants to do something for his city. He wants to do something. I think, and I think Fayetteville is closer to Raleigh than it is to Charlotte. So maybe that's why he has it in Raleigh. But he wants to do something special, right? I mean, that's the next nearest city to where he's from. He wants to do something major. He wants to do something. What festivals goes to North Carolina? What rap festival goes to North Carolina? You know what I'm saying? So he wants to do something for his city. He wants to do something for his state. North Carolina is one of those states that man, people just don't really talk about. So he wants to do something for his state. I can't jeopardize it because my boy showed up late. There's other artists here that deserve respect, not just your favorite artists. Y'all don't understand how business works. That running a music festival is not just about, oh, the fan experience. No, this is a business. This is a business that we're running. I can't allow you to come in Kodak Black. You showing up still expecting to get paid you didn't even respect the fans enough you didn't even respect the fans enough but y'all want to be mad at the festival and not the fan and not the artist because y'all are only thinking about yourself well i paid all this money to see him i don't give a fuck i don't i don't care who you paid to see he that nigga showed up late go at that nigga on twitter don't tweet at me at that nigga so I get called Roland Lyle's burner account because I'm trying to ex I'm trying to give out knowledge and wisdom to people that are understandably emotional. I mean, it was downpour, raining on them. Future got cut short. It was time to leave. I understand. And even throughout the whole course of the weekend, it's kind of like, damn, dog, like. It's kind of like, damn, like, this person didn't perform, this person didn't perform. 21 Savage song about Roland Loud, I'm never going to perform again. Nigga, you showed up. You showed up late. You showed up late. Take that up with your team as to why you showed up late. And then somebody on Twitter was like, man, no, bro, because 21 Savage, uh, his plane got delayed. Yeah, no shit, because there's a hurricane going on. It's tropical storms. All up and down the East Coast line. Is that Roland Lau's fault that he decided to fly into New York the same day as the festival? Is that, that's Roland Lau's fault? Why didn't he get there the day before? Why didn't he get there the day before? What was what was 21 Savage doing the day before? So like I need somebody to tweet at me, to mention me, to comment, to DM, whatever. What was 21 Savage doing on Saturday? What was 21 Savage doing Saturday night that he couldn't just fly in? What was 21 Savage doing Sunday morning? Why didn't he just catch the first flight to New York on Sunday? This nigga probably tried to catch a Sunday afternoon flight, trying to get to Rolling Loud four hours before it started. He probably wasn't even there for rehearsal, 
But y'all trying to blame Rolling Loud for his unprofessionalism? Y'all trying to blame Rolling Loud for his unproductivity? Y'all trying to blame Rolling Loud for his immaturity? His short-sightedness? See, that's the problem with 21 Savage, right? See, he's a UK nigga. He's a UK nigga. He was probably still mourning the death of the queen. He just completely forgot about what day Rolling Loud was. He just forgot. His fault. Now, I'm going to shoot Future some bell because I don't know if Future went on stage. Like, if watching, watching, um, I was watching the stream on, on Twitch, right? I was watching the stream on Twitch. And it seemed like that little lull period in between Pusha T and Future was a little bit longer than it should have been. You know how if you, if you ever watch it on a stream, if you ever watch a festival on a stream, they almost have like a screen saver thing going on, like it's loading. You know what I'm saying? Like with pretty background and all this other stuff. And then it cuts into the show. But when they cut back to the live feed, they were just looking at the sky. And you saw a little bit of the stage or whatever. And it was just pitch black. And it was like that for a few minutes. And so I, I turned and I started watching the Denver Broncos game a little bit. But um, also I had wanted to point out, like, oh, that's funny that Future is performing the same time Russell Wilson is on the field. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so I when, I when I went back and I saw that, you know, they were just showing the stage a little bit. I'm like, that's weird. Like, I felt like. I, Cause I again, I want to shoot Future some bail here. Maybe Future wasn't late getting to the festival. Maybe he was already there, right? Maybe he was already there, and but maybe they had the Doppler radar running, and they was like, "Yo, um, that tropical storm is like on its way, and it's going to be here in like forty-five minutes, type shit, or it's going to be here in an hour." So we got to think about getting the fans out of here on time. We got to think about getting all of this equipment out of here and getting everybody safe and make sure equipment is safe, make sure future is safe, all that. Like, I'm pretty sure there was part in the back having a conversation about should we still let future take the stage? Because, bro, I'm going to tell you the truth. You won't be able to finish your set. That's what I'm thinking happened. And they'll probably in the back having that conversation. And I feel like the Rolling Loud team and Futures team was probably battling and going back and forth about, man, we came all this way. We made it here on time. Rolling Louds were like, yeah, I understand. I apologize. And you know what? You're still going to get paid because act of God, right? So you're still going to get paid. I'm, I'm sorry. We don't control the weather. <laughs> we don't control the weather. But we got to think about the fans. We got to think about the 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 um the landscape the the workers the security that that was hired by Rolling Loud for just the three days you know what I'm saying like they're not personal security for Rolling Loud like Rolling Loud's like everyone be in New York anybody want to be a security guard for three days like that's all it was we got to think about them we got to think about the fans we got to think about your artists we got to think about y'all we got to think about this million dollars worth of equipment that we have out here we got to think about the people that has to take down the stage. The stage doesn't just stay up there. They got to take that shit down. We got to think about them. Some of these people have families. 
They don't give a fuck who on stage performing. They got family. You know what I'm saying? So like Roland Loud is probably trying to configure all of that stuff together. And it's like, I just we just don't think it's a good idea for you to take the stage because you're probably not gonna be on stage long. But maybe future in them was like, no, 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 let's just go, let's just go, let's just go. And Roland Loud, to be perfectly honest, against their better better judgment, that was probably like, fuck it. Okay, go ahead. I'm pretty sure Roland Loud was like, this isn't a good idea. And this is a waste of time. Because you're not going to be on the stage long. And then we still have to get you off, get them out, and then get this down. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to get you off, them out, and this down. This is a waste of time. But they let him take the stage. He was up there for about 20 minutes. I think he was guaranteed like a 45-minute set. I think he only did like 20 downpour I mean he was he was out there for about 10 minutes I'll say and then it started raining the downpour came like 45 seconds later it was just a downpour lightning striking but then you got people on Twitter talking about man y'all think this is cute to put up uh the Migos performing raindrop drop top or whatever song it is while it's raining man my phone is ruined and all this other stuff whatever 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 Light rolling loud controls the weather. They had no indication. Not indication, but they couldn't control the weather. And I'm pretty sure that they were watching the Doppler radar the whole day. Being like, yo, they saying this storm coming on Monday. This shit is on its way now. I'm pretty sure they was watching it the whole day. Sweating. They was probably watching the Doppler radar all day. Sweating like, man, please. Please just deviate a little bit off. Please. They knew. And then imagine how upset they probably were when niggas showing up late, still expecting to take the stage. Imagine if they still let them take the stage. Imagine. Y'all wouldn't have seen future at all. If they still let everybody take the stage, still perform for the for the agreed amount of time. Rolling loud didn't let y'all down. They didn't. Your artists, your favorite artists let you down. It's their fault. Go tweet them. Go at them. Anyway. Um, oh, and then the baby. That album. Uh, <laughs> that album was ass. I didn't listen to it, but I just know it was ass from what everybody was saying. And then rumor is he brought Tory Lanez out on stage like when he performed at Rolling Loud. I think he performed on, was that Saturday or Friday, whenever the baby performed, but he brought out Tory Lanez. After making, let me read this to y'all. Let me read this to y'all now. I got to read this to y'all. Where is it at? The baby said in a new song called Boogeyman off of his new album that's called Baby on Baby 2 which is a stupid name the lyrics go and I quote you play with me oh god damn shut the lights off Boogeyman oh lord Jetson made another one you play with me that shit was childish the day before she said that Tory Lane shot her, I was fucking on Meg the Stallion. Waited to say that shit on my next album. Hit it the day before too, but I kept it player. 
I ain't say nothing about it. Had her pretty boy boyfriend tweeting me, ready to die about the bitch. Let, let me go back and read this again. Not not the whole thing. Uh, fucking on Magna Stallion. I waited to say that shit on my next album. Hit it the day before too, but I kept it player, and I ain't say nothing about it. Which one is it? Which one is it? Huh? Hmm? Which one is it? Were you waiting to say it on your next album? Or were you keeping it player and was going to say nothing about it? Which one is it? Which one is it? Were you waiting to say it on your next album? Or were you keeping it player and saying nothing about it? Which one? Because you still said it on your next album. It makes no sense. You still said it. You said, I was waiting to say it on my next album. But I kept it player and I said nothing about it. But you still said it. On your next album. So A. There's nothing player about it. There's nothing player about it. Because you still said something. You idiot. You non-rapping ass niggas. See y'all niggas be championing the wrong fuck ass niggas. And that's the part I don't understand. But you know what? Y'all some fuck ass niggas too. Y'all some. Ah man. I don't understand. You said. I, wanna, I was going to say something about it. I guess he was going to say something about it, whatever. I don't know. I, I guess he was going to say something about it after he, Meg. Didn't Meg say something about the baby or. I feel like during that whole. During that whole saga, Meg and the baby had a little spat back and forth a little bit online. It was like some sub and stuff going on. Oh, oh, he probably was. Yeah, that's probably when, because that's when her boyfriend was saying something to him, right? So I guess he thought, man, I'm going to say something, but I'm going to wait for my album. But I didn't say nothing about it because I was going to wait for my next album. And I didn't want to say anything about it because I was going to keep it player. So I guess you kept it player when you were going back and forth with her boyfriend and you kept it until the next album to say something anyway. So that's not keeping it player. Just because you don't say something then doesn't mean that, oh, you're player forever. Like your player card is revoked because you spoke on it. You still said something. You still said something. This nigga couldn't sell out a 500 seat venue. Couldn't sell out a 500 seat venue. And everybody was dog walking him, making fun of him. So he decided to bring up Meg Thee Stallion and how he had sex with her while she was going through whatever she was doing with Tori. Now, Tori is upset. The baby is upset. The baby brings Tori out on stage. They're dick buddies. See, here's the thing, right? Meg Thee Stallion is the man in this situation here because she was smashing on both of y'all. And then y'all found out. And then all of a sudden, the baby went to Tory Lane's woman to woman, right? And then decided, hey, let's put her on three-way. But, bro, just be quiet. And then I'm going to ask her some questions. And then when we get her tripped up, that's when you chime in. Y'all niggas gay. 
y'all are some y'all are some faggots that's what the problem i'm done saying gay you know why because there are people who are actually homosexual and i do not want to disrespect them so to y'all they be doing some real feminine shit i'm gonna just start calling y'all fags y'all some fags for real y'all some fags y'all some faggots for real Y'all are some, f man, come on, dog, doing this. Y'all some Eskimo bros, dick brothers, right? Y'all some Eskimo bros and dick buddies. And then y'all got mad because Meg smashed y'all both and then didn't get with either one of you and then got with another nigga. See, here's the thing. This is Meg's fault. And let me explain how. Meg gave some ass to some fuck niggas. She got to take responsibility for that, sis. I'm sorry. You got to take responsibility for that. You gave up ass to fuck niggas. Now, I know you probably didn't even know that they were. And who's to say if she smashed Tori or not? Who knows? Tori says that they did. Uh, who knows? Let's just speak within the context that we were given. If she has sex with both the baby and Tori, both niggas, Standing at five foot four, and then she gets with Playboy. Uh, uh, I forgot his other name. It's play. I think I think it's just Playboy. And I think I think they said dude is like six four or something like that, or six three. So she got with dude who's taller, and then he's trying to defend his woman against both of them. But see, these niggas are short. These niggas are short, so they got a short man. They got a little man's complex here. So, of course, their panties are in a bunch. Of course. They are the height of your average USA woman. So, of course, their panties are in a bunch. Of course. They're dick buddies. They're Eskimo bros. The baby went to Tory Lane's woman a woman. And then they did this. Thinking that it was some player shit. Are you kidding me? The baby, you are 31 years old, sir. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> and then and, and then with Tori fighting a nigga. No, nah, he didn't even fight. What's his name? August Alcina. He didn't even fight August Alcina. He snuck him and then he jumped him. He snuck August Alcina and then... Tori's security jumped him. A nigga who once upon a time was blind, fighting for his life in a hospital, raising his nieces and nephews, wrapped up in entanglements with Jada Pinkett, mentally just not in the right space, right? And then Tori was talking all this shit about him. Try to dap him up. August walks right past him. You know, keeping it player. Pushing P, whatever y'all want to call it, you kids. Whatever kids call it these days. But August Alcina, I respect it. You kept it player. Hey, you talking shit about me online. So to me, we not friends. So I ain't going to fake shake your hand up just because there's cameras around. Because we all know fuck niggas like Tory, right? Bitch niggas like Tory, right? Pussy niggas like Tory, right? We know niggas like that. Where after all the shit talking, you shake my hand. 
and then you go online and talk about how soft I am. Man, I'll talk about all that shit. He didn't do shit. He didn't do shit. Man, he dapped me up. Or by me not dapping you up, then you spin the story into saying, man, I try to I try to be a man about it. I try to talk to him, but he just tried to ignore me. But hey, ain't no nigga gonna disrespect me like that. That nigga soft. We know bitch niggas like that. We know snitch niggas like that. We know pussy niggas like that. We know punk niggas like that. But y'all championing it. Him and the baby. I don't understand. See, how many of these episodes do I got to give to give y'all a game? Y'all niggas never had OGs in your life. I can tell. Look at how these niggas are moving. They are 30 years old, moving like some, like they're in middle school. No OGs. None. I'm signing off. Look, man, li- listen. This has been another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I've been your host, The Apex. Until the next time, I love y'all. <clears throat> Damn. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Follow my Twitter. I-, I-, I don't know why I can't change my Twitter name, but follow my Twitter at ApexPlays underscore underscore. That's my Twitter account. Uh, follow follow my Twitch as well at ApexPlaying. Is that it? I think that's it. Yep, Apex Plan. Is it the Apex Plan? Oh, damn, man. See, I, I gotta, I keep forgetting what it is. Yep, Apex Playing. A P E X P L A Y I N G. Apex Playing on Twitch. And follow my Twitter at Apex Plays underscore underscore. I've been your boy, the Apex. This has been Podcast About Nothing. Until the next time, man. Everything I say, I say with love. I love you. I love y'all for real. I'm just disappointed. Peace out.